0: Engaging sermons on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Hear me, O islands, listen, O distant peoples. The Lord called me from birth. From my mother's womb, he gave me my name. He made of me a sharp-edged sword, and concealed me in the shadow of his arm. He made me a polished arrow, in his quiver he hid me. You are my servant, he said to me, Israel, through whom I show my glory. Though I had thought I had toiled in vain, and for nothing uselessly spent my strength, yet my reward is with the Lord, my recompense is with my God. For now the Lord has spoken, who formed me as his servant from the womb, that Jacob may be brought back to him, and Israel gathered to him. And I am made glorious in the sight of the Lord, and my God is now my strength. It is too little, he says, for you to be my servant, to raise up the tribes of Jacob and restore the survivors of Israel. I will make you a light to the nations, that my salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I will sing of your salvation. I will sing of your salvation. In you, O Lord, I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your justice, rescue me and deliver me. Incline your ear to me and save me. I will sing of your salvation. Be my rock of refuge, a stronghold to give me safety. For you are my rock and my fortress. O my God, rescue me from the hand of the wicked. I will sing of your salvation. For you are my hope, O Lord, my trust, O God, from my youth. On you I depend from birth. From my mother's womb, you are my strength. I will sing of your salvation. My mouth shall declare your justice, day by day your salvation. O God, you have taught me from my youth. Until the present I proclaim your wondrous deeds. I will sing of your salvation. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Reclining at table with his disciples, Jesus was deeply troubled and testified, Amen, amen, I say to you, one of you will betray me. The disciples looked at one another at a loss as to whom he meant. One of his disciples, the one whom Jesus loved, was reclining at Jesus' side, So Simon Peter nodded to him to find out whom he meant. He leaned back against Jesus' chest and said to him, Master, who is it? Jesus answered, It is the one to whom I hand the morsel after I have dipped it. So he dipped the morsel and took it and handed it to Judas, son of Simon the Iscariot. After Judas took the morsel, Satan entered him. So Jesus said to him, what you are going to do, do quickly. Now none of those reclining at table realized why he said this to him. Some thought that since Judas kept the money bag, Jesus had told him, buy what we need for the feast or to give something to the poor. So Judas took the morsel and left at once, and it was night. When he had left, Jesus said, now is the Son of Man glorified. And God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself. And he will glorify him at once. My children, I will be with you only a little while longer. You will look for me. And as I told the Jews, where I go, you cannot come. So now I say it to you. Simon Peter said to him, Master, where are you going? Jesus answered him, Where I am going, you cannot follow me now, though you will follow later. Peter said to him, Master, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Jesus answered, Will you lay down your life for me? Amen, amen, I say to you, the cock will not crow before you deny me three times. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. As we draw near to the day of the crucifixion and death of Jesus and we see the final preparations being made for that momentous event of salvation history and the storm clouds gathering and the betrayal taking place, we have a serious lesson in these readings about human weakness and betrayal and about how the glory of God reaches to the ends of the earth. Peter is so confident. It's so easy to say, Jesus, I give my life to you. And then when a maid says to him while he's warming his hands by the fire, "Oh, you were no, you were one of them. You know him." I do not know the man. How? Easy it is to go from proclaiming that we would lay down our lives for the Lord to being afraid of the opinion of another person, of rejection by the group that we happen to be warming our hands with. Happens to us all. And a holy week is a good time to bring before the Lord that deep weakness that we have, and to ask Him to strengthen us. It is so easy. We say it. I give my life to You, O Lord, but we don't want to give our reputation. I give my life to You, O Lord, but we can't stand the slightest criticism. I give my life to You, O Lord, but I don't want to lose any money because of it. I give my life to You, O Lord, but I don't want to lose any votes because of it. Lord, I will lay down my life for you, but we don't want to get in trouble with the law. All these are contradictions, and when we say we will lay down our lives for Jesus, it's not that it's the wrong thing for Peter to say. It's just that he's not quite ready yet. He was ready later, but he had to go through quite a journey of training of falling and getting up again, of accepting the repentance and love of the Lord and accepting his commission to him to carry out his mission on earth, he had a long way to go. And so do we. The Lord asks us to be aware of our weakness. I say to you, one of you will betray me. He can say that to all of us now. I say to you, many of you will betray me. And we can look at each other and we can look into ourselves and say, well, who is he talking about? He's talking about us. There is a moving Lenten hymn, Ah, Holy Jesus, that says these words. And it shows us how our sins, our betrayal brought Jesus to the cross The hymn goes like this in one of its verses. Who was the guilty? Who brought this upon thee? Alas, my treason Jesus hath undone thee. T'was I, Lord Jesus. I, it was, denied thee. I crucified thee. By his wounds we are healed, Isaiah said. And he went on to say he was crushed for our infirmities, for our sins. The Lord laid upon him the guilt of us all. It can make us feel sad, it can make us feel guilty, and it should make us feel filled with hope at seeing the love of the one who would have gone through his entire passion and death if you or I were the only one who needed to be saved. And through this, his glory is revealed. We see Jesus referring to this hour, this hour of darkness. He does call it the power of of darkness. But he also calls it the moment of glory. When Judas leaves that room and goes about what he did to betray Jesus, Jesus said, now the Son of Man is glorified. And then in the second servant song of the prophet Isaiah that we read today from, verse, uh, from chapter 49, God says the same thing through the prophet. You are my servant through whom I show my glory. God's radiance shines forth in the suffering and death of Christ because we know He did it freely. We know it's a a manifestation of love. We know it's the path to salvation. We know that it's the exaltation of human life. God's glory is shining forth here. And that crucifix is honored throughout the world for over 2,000 years. Honored throughout the world. He is worshipped. Behold, we will say on Good Friday as the priest holds up the cross. Behold the wood of the cross on which hung the Savior of the world. Come, let us worship because we see the glory of God. God takes even our human weakness, even our readiness to betray, turns it into glory for the sake of of our salvation may these holy days renew us in our confidence in the love of the god who loves human life and exalts it to his very throne amen this has been the end abortion podcast to learn more to help end abortion and to connect with us on social media visit endabortion.net